So now you're on your phone? I, I am. Uh, well, that's neat. Because this works much better than the Chromebook. Indeed it does. Uh, as, as, as disappointing to me that that is, I would have loved it to work on the Chromebook. Yeah, I understand. But we, we try, I think, I think in, in the end, the issue was, well, actually, that's the other thing is I have to learn more about the Linux development environment in Chromebook, which is another nerdy pursuit that I probably won't have time to continue. Um, or a motivation now that we have this simple solution on the phone. How bad is the audio? Uh, you're not too bad. I wonder how bad am I? Oh, right, because you're just going straight off your laptop, and at yeah. least I have Bluetooth headsets on. Can you hear the noisy lounge in the background? Yeah, but it's not too bad, actually. And, um, oh, that's good. I think our, our phonic will filter out a lot of noise. So it'll leave just enough in to add color, but take out yeah. just enough. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'll have to play around with that. Um, how much is too much? Um, I The last episode, I reprocessed it, processed it in Alphonic. They have a new feature. Basically, it's an automatic EQ. And I think it does a really, really good job, a much better job than I uh, could in... Um, a, Improving the sound. So you're at an airport, and I know that you're in Reno, but I don't know why. Or I don't understand. <sighs> Tell me, why are you in Reno? Um, so I, I never told you about the RV, did I? Well, you, you did tell me about an RV, but I didn't understand where you got it, why you got it, where you drove it, and when. Because I thought you'd so, be on the road from Reno to Michigan now, but you're not. No, I'm, I'm not. But, but that was the plan. Oh. The plan. So I've never actually driven this RV. <laughs> but I have pulled it out of storage up in Gerlach. And I have arranged for a tow to get it to the repair shop where it's been since January. And, you know, the repair shop is like, oh, cool. We, well, this is what's wrong. We'll fix it. Blah, 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 blah. It's all good. It's good to go. Come pick it up whenever you want. So I flew out here to come pick it up. Uh -huh. And as I'm telling him, hey, I'm going to pick it up. They're like, oh, yeah, we drove it. And actually, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> And when was and that? Was that when you came That to was Thursday. Because the plan was for me to, to pick it up on Thursday, drive it out. Um, and had I left Thursday, I would probably be getting home today or tomorrow. Yeah. More likely tomorrow. Um, but basically what happened was is they they said it's not fixed. And they because they had so many other things pressing because sure. of the holiday weekend... They're like, yeah, we're, we're not going to be able to get to it, but we're not charging you storage. So, and it's a very large RV. It's huge. Like they don't, it, it, it is, it is rather huge. Yes. So you it flew is, out to Reno and went to Gerlach uh, to do nothing. I didn't even make it to, to Gerlach. I've been just been in Reno the whole time. I've, 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 
the problem was because it's the holiday weekend, there were no flights um, available back home until today. At least, I mean, there were a couple of flights that were ridiculously expensive. And the weird thing is it's, I had CPE to do. Like I had, I had classes that I needed to take to keep my accountancy license in the U S. So I just did that. And, uh, yeah. So hopefully it'll be ready. I also went to my favorite taco place outside of Mexico city, Stella tacos, Reno go there. It's amazing. They're awesome. Is that where we were last time? Yes, that and we actually when we we actually stayed at the hotel yeah. above it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it is amazing. I believe we recorded an episode. Oh there. yes, we did. Okay. But that was a while ago. That was a long time ago. That, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that at some time, at some point. Yep. Um Okay, so how is Reno in July? Is it hot? It's hot. It's hot. It's consistently 31, 32, 33 degrees during the day. At night, it will cool down. It'll get as low as 18, 19 yeah. at night. Um, but, you know, that's pretty typical. It's a weird uh, mix. Like the 4th of July weekend's always a little odd. When I talked to the folks at the taco place, they said past couple weeks have been slow. This weekend was pretty quick because I think they had some special food events going on earlier. And now those have kind of dried up. So people are coming back to the taco place. Um, oh, Reno's undergoing a lot of construction. Like I'm seeing a lot more new uh, one plus four buildings, as they call it, or one plus three. Where I mean, they may not be exactly those kind of buildings, but they're the stick frame construction, a lot of uh, sort of condominiums and things like that, built in a way that you don't expect the building to be there 30 years from now. Does that make sense? Because it's not sturdy? Because, Or? well, it's sturdy. It'll last for 80, 90 years, okay. even longer, but... They're not investing, like there's a difference between building a building that you want to last for a hundred years, as opposed to a building that you realize just because of the way things are changing in that area, you'll probably want to build something different in 50 years. Yeah. That's kind of the rebuttable presumption behind a lot of these buildings, I think. Okay, I see. There's, I don't know, do you ever watch Adam Something on YouTube? No. Adam Something. You should. Adam Something. You should. Mm -hmm. Spicy. Spicy urban planning. Adam Something. All right. Noted. I could reach you for many months. Is that a story you want to tell? <sighs> Or just the technical part of it? So we uh, so we had to take care of Kristen's grandmother. No, 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 I'm sorry. Kristen's grandmother. Kristen's mother. My kid's grandmother. 
we actually temporarily moved down to Indiana oh. and I got locked. So my, you, if you know me, my email address is Nick at nickpar.org. And it, it, if I was smart, I would have just had it forward to a Gmail account that's attached to a phone number. But no, I have to be cute. I have a Google voice number that everything goes to. I don't even know the actual number of my phone. But everything, everything, time immemorial has gone to this Google voice number. And I have a Google workspace. Like, I have a grandfathered-in Google workspace account. Like, when they first started coming out, and instead of just having it be, like, Gmail, it was like, no, this is actually nickfar.org. You know, I use, it's an, it's what, what has become, it's been renamed several times. Way back in the day, as the alternate security device for this, I... I, I associated a YubiKey with it, yeah. which I found at my house about four weeks into a saga, three, three or four weeks into a saga of trying to recover my account, which I had been locked out of at my grandparents' house, just trying uh, in a very tired state to get back into things. Normally what happens is when I log into something online with my account, and I don't even know why I got locked out of it. I don't know the reason for originally getting locked out of it, but normally when this happens, like, I can go back into something between my phone or a computer. I can get back into it somehow. Yeah. Both things failed. And so I was locked out of it. And then because my phone is associated with that and everything on my phone, like there's stuff on my phone that I can't get rid of, but I got locked out of my phone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And, and then on top of all that, I've been locked out for so long. Everybody's texting me. I, I don't have a way of getting back to them. Also, stuff's going on with Kristen, stuff's going on at work. I'm like, I'll get back to it later. Later meaning sometimes, and then throw in a, a just being depressed about a bunch of other stuff on top of all of that. And it's like, yep, there, that's why I haven't. I still have to write people. I've been back into my stuff for about a week and a half, but I still have people I have to write back that I essentially, that I did basically ghost because of my, of my uh, moss tossing. Well, all right, okay. I understand. It almost would have been easier to just say, yeah, I was just depressed. Leave me alone. <laughs> that would have been easier, I think. <laughs> um, I'm going to release this episode very soon. I'm just not going to wait for you to, to do any show notes. And that's fine, actually, because I don't know who, who needs those show Hear notes. Hear about this. Huh? Give me 48 hours to do the show notes. Sure. Just put a clock. Give yeah. me 48 hours. Yeah. Uh, but what I wanted to, what did I want to say? Yeah, I put out the last episode, I think the day before yesterday. And, um, I remember us talking or I'm uh, explained, I, I talked a lot about playing trombone and, and practicing trombone and I did not listen to it again, but I think everything uh, that I said still holds true. I do a little few different uh, exercises now, but, um, everything else is still true. And, um, I can just, uh, the update is I'm still practicing and I'm still getting better and uh, the band is doing very well. And let's... What's, what's your teacher saying? Yeah, he, he's actually, yeah, he's saying the same thing as, as, as last year already. Why didn't I come to him 20 years earlier? Uh, sounds, sounds like, it sounds like uh, I do have some talent. Uh, so I do have a decent chance of getting better for the next 10 or 15 years. So that's good. 
I mean, as long as you're still enjoying it, right? I am, because playing with a band is the best thing I can do. That's that's what I want to do. And um, so we're going to put this out very soon. That means I can announce a few concerts. There's two public concerts that we're going to play, and that is in Freiburg at Eschholz Park on July 23rd in the afternoon. It's part of the so-called Agriculture Festival. And in August, we're going to play in Mannheim, actually. First time in Mannheim for us. Um, at that a, sounds, agriculture sounds like a play on words. Yeah, it's actually agriculture festival. That's what it, that's literally what it is. Oh. Yeah. And in August, we're going to play in Mannheim at the Brücken Award, which is a very nice, a small festival. It's uh, open air. It's free, free entry, but you can donate and have lots of drinks. And um, that's going to be a lot of fun. What kind of drinks? Beer and wine and probably, yeah, that beer and wine. And that's stuff like that. And you can bring your own drinks because you can do whatever you want. And yeah. Can you bring all your guns? There's no guns. No, you don't bring guns. Then it's not freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right I'm, I'm glad you, you read that as the joke that i intended it to be yeah i'm still i'm i'm i am listening to quite a few american podcasts still uh my current oh, which ones? What, what's your yeah uh, what's your uh, yeah okay you can answer after me so uh currently my favorite podcasts are uh, behind the bastards mm -hmm. do you know it no no Okay, uh, that is, uh, yeah, you should check it out. Uh, and uh, you know that Dave Anthony and Josh Olsen, they did a very long uh, um, review of The West Wing. It was called The West Wing Thing. I was aware of that. Yeah, and in the last few seasons, they started each episode talking about current, current affairs, current politics. They have a new mm -hmm. thing um, since last year um, on the Lever Network. Um, it's called The Audit. And they basically, they the, the first few uh, things they did, they um, took master classes. There's this uh, online video courses, master classes, something. And so, um, oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, people like uh, Hillary Clinton and, and George W. Bush, they do so-called masterclasses and they talk about things. And they just roasted them entirely. Exactly. But, but yeah, but, uh, yeah, but in depth and with lots of knowledge and research, uh, as they do. And currently they watching uh, videos from PragerU. Have you heard of PragerU? Oh, no. Yeah. Adam something has a couple of send ups of Prager U. Yeah. And and they still they start each episode with um current affairs. And so I'm I'm enjoying that. So that's those two are the ones that I can bear listening to. I mean there's a few others that I listen to sometimes American podcasts, but um it, I can I can only take so much politics. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So 
the ones that I've thought were interesting, and you might like this one. Uh-huh. It's it definitely has a hard political bent, but it's interesting. Uh, it's called "Well, There's Your Problem." It's nominally about engineering disasters, but the people who are on it, uh, it it is mostly just one engineer and three democratic socialists. How about that? Uh-huh. So if you're a David Anthony fan, you'll, you'll like it. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. Good. It's actually best viewed on YouTube uh-huh. because they say this is a podcast with slides. Uh-huh. And you can listen to it. It's fine to listen to. But sometimes you miss some things where you don't see the actual slides. Yeah, I see Let's see. There's a couple other. Did we ever talk about when I was on Accuracy Third? Um, I'm forgetting our own. I'm forgetting yes, our own backstory. You told me, and I listened to it, and I liked it. But we, I think I don't think we talked about it on on this show. Oh, is this a show uh, on this on this thing okay. we do? Um, so we, we didn't actually discuss it that I was on because I think no. I put the fact that I was on it in the show. Okay, we'll have to put it in the show notes of the episode that I was in. Yeah, which I thought was a pretty good episode. It was. I mean, aside from the fact that on that, in that episode, I'm talking in run-on sentences. But do I always talk in run-on sentences? In in what sentences? Run-on sentences. Oh no no no. So no. there. I mean, uh, since I know how you usually talk and what I have to do to, which is not a criticism, but I I, I we've talked a lot, so I know how much editing they did. Um, which was interesting to me because I do way less editing on purpose because I don't want to put in the time. But um, they certainly cut out all the pauses that you take, your thinking pauses, um, which, of course, makes sense in I that production. I don't think they did. Yeah, they did. They took out a lot of them. Well, yeah. but the thing, what they did was is they cut up a lot of the stories. Yeah. They they rearranged things in an order to tell a better story. Mm-hmm. They cut out a lot of what we talked about. We were recording between the two episodes that I was on. I think they probably had three hours, if not four of tape and they made two hour long episodes that also had a lot of them in the studio chatting. Yeah. So they cut out a lot. They abbreviated a lot, and there there are a lot of harsher cuts in that. Yeah, but they produced a very very good thing. They did. I I, I loved it. I still sometimes go back and listen to it. Yeah. It's it's been a rough year. It's been not the best of years between between the thing going on with Kristen's mom and work. And not really having an overarching sense of purpose or, or lacking the overarching sense of purpose that I did when I was working on that project that we talk about in the episode. Mm-hmm. The other thing, it's not, it's h- much harder to leave Kristen with Raven being two years old and very active. Raven cannot be put in a pack and play. <laughs> he basically needs constant interaction. The thing that's been plaguing Kristen lately uh, is this trip. So they dropped me off at the airport 
Mm-hmm. And I come back. Then I get here, this stuff's going out of the RV, and I say, oh, well, hey, Raven, why don't we go on a scooter ride? Because they have bird scooters here. Any city that has those scooters, and most cities are slowly getting rid of them. But the uh, anytime they're here, I like them. They're a novelty for me. And so I was just riding the scooter around, and I had my phone in one of my chest pockets of my overalls. Mm-hmm. And so he's seeing me ride around. And ever since he saw that, he has this obsession in his head. He's going to go to the airport. He's going to get on a plane. He's going to come to Reno, and he's going to go to sco- on a scooter ride with me. Maybe he doesn't know it's Reno, but he knows that I'm not in the city that he's in. He knows that I'm in a different hotel. Because remember, when we went to go see Kristen's mom, we were we spent six weeks in a hotel. Um, and so he and he likes. I think that hotel experience was the first time he lived for an extended period of time in a place that was not his house. Yep. I mean, when we were on, I mean, he spent a lot of time in the car, sleeping in the car with Chris and I. He spent some time sleeping at Bruno's, the hotel there, when we first went to go get the RV. He spent a lot of time in tents. He loves sleeping in a tent outside with Kristen. Being outside in a tent, I think, is probably one of his favorite places to be. And then there was this hotel. And so he has this sense. We'll be driving along suburban strip mall America, and he'll say, that's a hotel. Nine times out of ten, he gets it right. The other one time out of ten, it's an office building. But he sees this is a box. It has windows. It is next to a very well-traveled road. Oh, that's probably a hotel. Uh, he pronounces it the way they do in Indiana for some reason, hotel. And so he knows I'm in a hotel. And one of the things he loves about hotels is the elevator and pushing the buttons on the elevator every single time we came back to our hotel room, he had to be the one to push the button on the elevator, not just to call it, but the button for our floor. And one of the things I tried to do to calm him down was be on a video chat and show him the process of, you know, oh, hey, push the button and he'll press the phone and so I'll push the button. Unfortunately, none of these things dissuaded him of his two-year-old obsession that he was going to go to the airport, get on a plane, go see daddy at the hotel and go on a scooter ride. And we tried telling him things like, where's your money for the hotel ride? And he picks out 30 cents that's in the tray of the cars. He's like, that's my money. I'll buy it with that. And he's in our car. We have, we have the one family car and he's in it. He's trying to figure out, he knows how to turn it on the car he knows that you have to he knows how to turn well he knows how to turn the key we still this it's a 2003 bmw x3 so it still has an actual key that i do are there any cars today that have actual keys anymore Uh, i don't drive cars actually so the the car sharing cars that we use yeah they have keys Mm -hmm. okay so, and he knows that the brake pedal has to be depressed to turn on the car. <laughs> so there's a picture of him that Kristen took of him with one of his two-year-old legs trying, pressing, he, to his credit, he's pressing the brake pedal. He's not pressing the accelerator. He mm-hmm. knows which one is which. Mm-hmm. 
and he's trying to turn the key and he can't quite make it. Of course, Kristen, if he got any closer than that, she would put down the camera and pull him away. And then he gets on his tricycle and he's riding his tricycle to the airport. Now, granted, he doesn't get much further than five doors down, the, down a suburban street, um, which in America is about a kilometer. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke. It's not actually a kilometer. <clears throat> um, but he's, he still, he had this idea in his mind. And the reason I bring this up is that that makes it much harder for Kristen to be a single parent. Yeah. That she's used to me working from home and used to saying like, Hey, can you, well, she also knows when I'm in meetings and when I'm not, and can you just come down and play with him or distract him for an hour? Like she'll often say, Hey, can you take Raven so I can take a shower? And the amount of travel that I did last year, I'm not, I, I couldn't do this year. And, and, and not having a big project to work on where I'm at. I had a project for a little while. We'll talk about that on another episode later. Talk about Lakes of Fire after it happens. But, but that, that fell through for other reasons we'll talk about later. Um, and just, just kind of having that lack of a thing <laughs> has made this past year harder for me i don't even know the last time we recorded december it's been a while but going back to the rv that that's a project you wanted to start right yes and no it's not my i don't see it as being a project that will that I'm going to be working on in the right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the project that I want to do right now is building that same solar shade structure, but out of metal. Yeah. Because wood just failed. It just was not mm-hmm. the thing that I wanted to do. The temporary up and down wood was not the way to go. <coughs> I, I, I um, think I know why. Cause I, why? No, uh, I'm no, I'm. I don't know why it would didn't work, but I remember an incident where, well, it broke. Which one? I know that's when when we um, put up the, you know, after the, oh, after we put it up on the ranch, mm-hmm. on Fly Ranch at the ninety-seven site, or a ninety-seven. No, mm-hmm. no, no. The 97 at the site at Fly Ranch. Oh, is that that? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where we put it up, but we only got up two and the third broke. Anyways, okay, so you want to yeah. do that with metal. Good. Where well, I think it'll be less prone to breaking. Yeah. Will it be lighter? Could it be lighter than all that wood? Probably. Yeah, definitely. It will. Because that was, it was heavy. I mean, it, it took a few very strong people to put it up. Or a mm-hmm. few decently strong people. I mean, it, it would only take two of you, but you're crazy. Uh. <coughs> two of me if I was a little taller. And that, yes. I mean,. I think so. It really depends. I have to, I I haven't even finished. I'm still learning fusion 360. 
like I haven't even. What's that? Because that's the thing people didn't realize about the design is that I never put it down on paper before I built it. I just kind of knew. Yeah. And Fusion I mean, 360 built, is some sort of software for construction? It, it's kind of the 3D CAD program. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's an Autodesk product. Yeah. It seems like all the CAD programs are some kind of Autodesk now. They bought Instructables. I can't even believe that. But anyway, once I learn that software, I'll... I'll have a metal design. I'll have it looked at. It'll hopefully be something that I can. Uh, hopefully, be. I want to just be building. I want. I want to see it happen. Yeah. And All it's right. also something that I might be working on with Kristen's dad, who builds hot rods and loves welding. So oh. hopefully, he'll be able to help out. Okay, that's nice. Where do they live? Do they live in Michigan? Uh, he, they all. They both. They, no, they both live in Indiana. Oh yeah, right. You went to Indiana. Yeah, of course. Right. It's about six hours away from where we are. How do you learn that software? I mean, I mean the same thing you learn anything these days. You go to school or you watch YouTube videos. Okay. I'm watching YouTube videos. I mean, the cool part about the YouTube videos is that there's like once you sort of start doing it, you know, it's it's like learning Excel is the closest analogy that I can come up with for mm -hmm. that. Once you learn how a couple of formulas work, you know, once you start putting numbers in a cell, <clears throat> create a formula that links to that cell and watch what happens when you change things around. It's the same thing when you start actually manipulating things and see what it does and make mistakes and fix your mistakes and do it correctly. Once you get that muscle memory for a few things, everything just sort sort of unlocks for you. And so the, the beauty of watching the YouTube videos is one, there's a lot of them out there. So if one particular style doesn't work for you, you just switch to another. If you take a class, you can't really switch professors that easily. Um, and the other thing about the YouTube videos, you, you can pause them, you can rewind them, yeah. you can do all these other things. For yeah. You can play I them. I don't like it. You can slow them down or speed them up. Which is something that I love. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and so that's how I'm learning. I don't. I'm. A lot of other things have come up that I have to. That I've been working on. There's a lot of stuff around the house that we've been neglecting, that we have to get taken care of, and that we have to to work on. And I'd say most of my day for the past, basically, for the past month, maybe has been, um, well, also being locked out of stuff, it, find something else around the house that you have to do. You know, if you can't do one thing, you do something else. Um, but I've been, uh, we've finally finished our back fence, which is a trellis that we hope to have a lot of vines on. Like the, our, mm -hmm. the idea for our yard is to have fencing that doesn't look like fencing. Mm -hmm. So an actual barrier but that's made entirely of vines. And so we have uh, essentially a lot of steel wire and four by fours that are all connected together. So uh, the idea is that it forms a kind of trellis that plants and different things will grow on. So that when, when our backyard is done, and it probably will not be done for a decade, but when it's done, you will just look out 
and see green. And ideally, looking in our backyard, you won't see the houses that are behind us. You won't see the street that's behind us. You'll just see a little pocket of forest. That's that's the plan and that's the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're slow. We're, we're getting there somewhat quickly. Kristen loves it. Uh, Kristen's been kind of sad lately. We went back to her old house and she spent 18 years very carefully cultivating uh, a lot of native plants. And I think she has about as much garden space as in her old house. She, she had very, very little. She had, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a grand total of, I want to say 50 square meters. Not a lot, not, not a lot of green space. Um, but she spent 17 years of 17 years of her life growing a lot of that and some of those plants were you know 10 after she sold her house they ripped them all out Mm. there's there's nothing there because in because you know god bless america you know what's the what what's the biggest monocrop in the u.s what do you think it is it's grass it's not even corn it's not even food it's literal decoration and how many billions, trillions of gallons of water, or maybe not trillions, but how many billions, definitely billions of liters, how many billions of liters are going in to vegetation? I mean, to, to decorative vegetation, not even food, which, which is not what we're doing. I mean, we're trying to make our backyard a food paradise. We're trying to make it, mm-hmm. we're trying to grow lots of different kinds of food and, and native trees, things like pawpaws, which are native to Michigan, but produce a banana-like soft fruit it takes these trees a decade to grow to become fruit producers and i mean most most fruit bearing trees do take a long time to actually bear fruit but we have grapes on our backyard we have strawberries we have raspberries we have lots of different things um we're trying to make it a productive area as we should you know what's what's the first thing about survival it's food right Mm -hmm. But I, I got on my high horse. I don't even know where I started this journey. <laughs> I'm sorry, you'll have to bring me back. <laughs> well, there's always stuff to do around the house. That's uh, one thing that you want to tell. And you're learning new stuff. And um, I just today I ordered something new as well, which I've already watched tons of YouTube videos about. Of course, it's got to do with music. I think yeah, I'm going to uh, talk about that next time. Oh, wait, 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 give, us a, give us a taste. Give us a brief, brief it's, preview. It's called... It's, a few months ago, I went to... It was not Speyer. No, I went to Landau and I met Bobo. And we uh, both went to a, a um, workshop for... No, not workshop. Um Yeah, it was a workshop. It was an afternoon playing around with uh, synth- synthesizers. Synthesizers? Yeah. Ooh, nice. And Most people just say synths. Synths. And they gave an a, a introduction to how that actually works, which was very good for me because uh, it's very basic. The basics are basic. Uh, it's just that um, you can... The extent... I mean you can do a lot of things with very few elements. And that was very interesting to learn. And then we played around with those instruments, but um, I didn't know what I was doing and there was no manual. So 
I was rather disappointed and I thought that's not for me. But um, so I am ordering or I ordered a, um, it's, that's called a groove box. It's got a synth in it. Uh, it's got, it can play samples and it can, you can program uh, drum tracks. And I have some things in mind that I want to use it for. Um, but I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll see if that works out. So that sounds awesome. That is my newest toy, uh, along with all the other toys that I bought in the last month. But, yeah, it's all for the band. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Are you planning on playing a synth on stage? Because I think it would be amazing to go from a brass instrument to synth. I definitely am planning to take that device on stage. First of all, it will replace my very crappy sampler so the thing where i just fire off one shot samples like a siren or they call lick shots or uh, other samples um but yes i think at one point i'll i'll use that to maybe i don't know if i'm gonna use the synth but maybe the drum computer in there we'll see But you're having fun at least. Like it, it sounds, yes, you sound yes, excited. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> I am. So I've I've watched lots of YouTube videos in the last four to six. Yeah, in the last four weeks, lots of videos, and so I'm excited. And then I'm gonna get it, and then I'm gonna try it, and then I'm gonna be super disappointed because it is going to take a lot of work to, you know, get to know all the workflows, get to know all the shortcuts and stuff that I have to do to make it sound right. But that is. Mm -hmm. That is how it works. <sighs> that is how it works. Yeah. <sighs> When's your flight leave? Um, the cool part about it is I can actually see the plane. <laughs> um, in about another, should probably start meandering over there in another 20 minutes, I'd say. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting. Like that's that's the, the cool part about. I haven't really. I mean, I know I've gone other places than Reno, but bouncing back and forth between Grand Rapids and Reno, they're two. They're two basically small airports. Mm -hmm. Not tiny, but small. Like, Reno's a little bit bigger. <clears throat> you know, there's there isn't a Centurion Lounge in the Grand Rapids airport. There's not enough people coming through to justify that. You know, Grand Rapids is not a is not as much of a tourist destination as Reno is. You know, the Reno you've got the skiing and Burning Man and all this other stuff like that. And also, Reno's Reno's very isolated. Uh, you know, Reno's about I want to say the four to five hours from San Francisco. You might want to verify this. Uh, and that's the next and the next major city from Reno is. Salt Lake, and that is seven or eight hours away in the other direction. In Grand Rapids, it's, it's two hours from Detroit, two hours from Chicago. It's not exactly in between the two, but it's close enough. Um, so, you know, it's there's if you live in Reno, you're pretty much flying into Reno. You might be able to fly into Sacramento, but there's lots of people who live in Grand Rapids that will 
maybe not as much any, as, as it used to be, but you can fly, you can drive to Detroit, you can drive to Chicago yeah. and get a flight. Um, I wish I knew what the German equivalent was, but in Germany, you can just take a train. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like it, you just hop on the train. Um, I, I, like, my feeling is that actually Berlin is the one city that's out there in the middle of nowhere. But, but it's a major city, and it, 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 it is. is. It's, I yeah. mean, it's in the middle of the east. It's always been kind of isolated. Like, that's that's its, its geographic reason for being. Um, you know, it's there's a lot of fresh water there, and it's a major trading hub between, you know, Europe and Asia. Yeah. I mean, in ancient in antiquity, it was more maybe not antiquity, but uh, now now I'm, I'm at the stretch of my knowledge of um, <laughs> uh, of, of ancient Berlin. But I mean, just the the fact of such an isolated city being a connecting point between cultures is interesting. Berlin is, is always from its existence had this incredibly rich history throughout its life as a, uh, as a gathering point for lots of different cultures, especially now. Like it's, it's probably the biggest city in Germany that doesn't have some quintessential German embedded in all of its things. Does that make sense? Am I being, Weird in saying that. I don't understand what you're saying. What? I think that, granted, Germany itself is a relatively new concept in history. Mm -hmm. Kind of, sort of. Um, but I think, you know, as opposed to, you know, like a Frankfurt or a Cologne, mm -hmm. all of these cities, I think, are rooted are rooted much more in their own history. Like their, their history from 300, 400, 500 years ago is much more important to their current zeitgeist than things from 300, 400, 500 years ago in Berlin. Berlin is much more affected by its history from 30 years ago, from 40 years ago, mm -hmm. and even 30, 40 years ago. The history of it 30 years prior to that was much more a part of, of the daily culture and life in Berlin than it would be in a Cologne or a Bonn or a okay. um, Frankfurt or Dusseldorf. Does that, yeah, does that resonate? Am I, I, I don't know if that's true, but I know too little about Berlin and I don't like the place, but, um, uh, yeah, I, I see well, where, you, okay. where you're going. This is a perfect case in point. Germans that don't like Berlin don't live there. No, <laughs> the, the Germans in Berlin will tell you they don't like it, but they live there. And I mean, I know there are probably many Germans who live in Berlin that, that are there for work or for some reason and don't like uh -huh. it. But it's but but I think the Berliner identity is it, 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 sort of take it directly inverse to Hamburg. You know, the joke about Hamburg is, oh, your family's only been in Hamburg for six generations. You just got here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, you know, as opposed to Berlin, where oh, your family's been here for six months. Wow, old timers already. What's it like being native? So, so how's that? that in, in, because you were talking about Reno and Grand Rapids, and then I started talking about Berlin. But 
how's that in your neighborhood in Grand Rapids? It's weird taking a long time transiting through big cities to get from one small city to another. That's that's kind of the point that I was driving at. Whereas, uh -huh. you know, in a previous life, I was flying, you know, from Los Angeles to New York, uh -huh. or you know, from from New York back to Grand. But like I was, I was in major or Mexico City. Yeah. And now my life is pretty much small town existence. Like we we went to New York when we went on the. I, I'm I'm sad that we never recorded an episode when I was on the boat. I wish we would have recorded an episode when I was on the Queen Mary too. Didn't know that. You, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. We'll, we'll have just because you know we have to plan this. Adding better. an ocean liner to the trains, planes, and automobiles because we've recorded from trains. Yeah, but only we've American not recorded trains. on a plane. This is true. Really, this is the Wi-Fi good enough on <laughs> on the German trains? Yeah, I doubt it. I never use um, it. I always go use my my hotspot um but no, well, if the hotspot we're, works, we have that's to good. try it once yeah we do yeah we should record an episode when, when i'm on an american train and you're on a german train. <laughs> i can always you know that i can always go on the train right it doesn't matter i don't care i don't pay anything do for you it. still have your bond card yes yes short up sh uh, quick update I am still with uh, Aoki, that um, which is owned by uh, DB. I still love right, it. You're still a, so a gummy baller. I, I like it uh, because I don't love work, but for the work I the work I have to do, I like it. I like my team. Uh, they pay me now more than last year, and they pay me well. And I still got that Nets card, which allows me to go anywhere, first class, whenever I want. So yeah, I saw a YouTube video of a guy using the. Is it the 49 euro all sure. yeah, the regional Germany local ticket, the Deutschland it, ticket? Yeah, yeah, right. Is that 49 euro or is yeah, it something it's 49. else? Yeah. Okay, I, I have that too. So there was a there was a guy that tr that tried to use that to go between somewhere deep in the south. Like he said, what is the longest? trip yeah. i can do between two points in germany on this i'm sure there's lots of youtubers trying to do that and of course he missed a connection ended up having to spend a night in hostel but um but it would be fun to travel around germany on that i think sure. not even the regular rail patch but the yeah. um, just to do a youtube a random youtube series where you know a bunch of people on a google sheet go Hey, which two, which city pair should we try? And then you pick one one place and one another place, and then make and a competition out of it. Yeah, you know why don't we do this? Let's see if we can get our, our fans involved in it. Um, which reminds me, we should register our podcast to be on Spotify. It's actually a thing you have to do. On Spotify, a process you have to go through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, if you think that's that's worth it, like we can do it. Um, no, but going back to the using regional trains to travel through all of Germany, um, the first big bike trip that I took was in 2002. I went with my friend Alex and we wanted mm -hmm. to go from Freiburg to Italy to Rome and back. 
And so the day before we started, we took the regional trains because back then we had the so-called weekend ticket, which is the same. So we would, I think you paid like 30 euros and, or third, yeah, it was euros then. Something like that. And then you could go uh, with five people and uh, go the whole weekend on the regional trains. So we took that, um, and that was a big thing back then. I mean, that was 20 years ago. And so we took that and took all regional trains from uh, Munster in the Lüneburger Heide, which is a pain to get out of, first of all, down to almost to Freiburg, um, where we had uh, friends, and we stayed there. And that, I think, there was basically 10 uh, transfers and 14 hours of um, riding the train. Something like that. Or the other way around. So, yeah, people have been doing this for for a long time. But has anybody managed to make a good YouTube out of it? A good YouTube? I don't know. I remember Chris and I, we, we watched a lot of YouTube because at the end of the day, or when Raven's around, there's not a whole lot about... There's not a whole lot you can do about it. But so okay, you you do watch YouTube. Okay, have you seen Jetlag the game? I've seen it. I have not, which is weird because we watch half as interesting all the time. Mm -hmm. Like there's a couple of things okay. that Chris and I yeah. don't miss. We always we always watch Rachel Maxey, which is much more Kristen's thing than mine. But it's a it's because she releases at a regular point. We also well, I love watching half as interesting. And the whole Sam, some of his Sam from Wendover videos, the longer ones, I have a little bit of a hard time getting through. Jet lag and the more gimmicky ones, um, we have watched some of them. We're not as huge of a fan just okay. because I don't even know why. There's nothing I can say that's bad about it other than it's maybe just a little bit longer than we usually deal with. Because remember, if like here's the other thing, if Raven isn't lulled, to sleep a little bit by what we're watching, we have to switch it to Penny and Pitt or uh, or Blippy or but at least he's not so much into uh, now I'm forgetting all the names of all of the children's cartoons because I've just been blocking them out of uh, <laughs> repressed Peppa the Pig is one of them but we, we watch obviously a lot of that's another reason we watch a lot of kids YouTube because sometimes after just chasing them around he is ridiculously athletic. I should send you a video. He actually uses a push mower all by himself. Like the bars of the push mower are basically at the, he, his hands are, his arms are way above his head. I just have to send you the video. Um, but he's, you know, this, I might end up breaking the prohibition of his pictures being on the internet just to show everybody this video of him lawn mowing. Um, but he, and he's, that's another one of his obsessions. He loves to daddy mow. He's like, he'll, he has woken up at three o'clock in the morning, like slapping me on the face and just looking at me going, daddy mow. Because he wokes up and he wants to go mow the lawn. The mistake that I made when he was a little baby was was mowing the lawn with him on my chest, and I think and he the first kind of levers that he grabbed were the levers on the lawnmower, um, and ever since then that's the thing he's wanted to do. 
loves chainsaws and lawn mowing, and Chris and I don't even want to have a lawn. So at least you're, uh, you knew what I was talking about. That's, that's the one show that I watched purely for entertainment. Yeah, because it's purely entertaining. Yeah. yeah. I, I, should, I should watch more episodes of it. Does he use, is it always a different person or is it his same kind of crew of friends? No. So I, I don't even uh, know. It's, it's, the, it's uh, Sam and then uh, Ben and Adam. So those are two of its writers. Or one of them mm -hmm. even works full-time on jet lag now. And then it's one other person. So they always invite some sort of, I mean, all these YouTubers, uh, they some, know each other. Some famous YouTuber guest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or just someone they know. Yeah, that's how right. they do it. Um, I started, I think I started with the perfect series because that was, uh, they played, yeah, tag across Europe. So, uh, and they started somewhere, in, I don't know, Amsterdam. Uh, the Netherlands, but they took trains through uh, France and Germany and Belgium and stuff. And so that was, that was the perfect um, intro for me. Because um, that's fun. When, they, when you see them on the ICE and then you see the Mannheim uh, train station or the uh, airport uh, train station, yeah, you know what they're doing. All right, it's. How are you feeling? It's late for you. Are it's you ready? quarter to ten. Yeah, I think that was very fun. This was very spontaneous. Both of our recording setups were not ideal, but I don't care because it was very good talking to you again. And then Indeed. now it's almost ten, and that's way past my bedtime. When is your bedtime these days? Uh, I liked half past ten, uh, half past nine. Often. Oh wow! What time do you get up? Well, Catherine has to leave the house at six thirty in the morning, and it's been that way since Mexico. Um, Even when she's not in school? No, she's not, is, no, no, is, for she, school. She's still but teaching that's, now? No, she's still. No, no, she has three and a half. She still does that. More weeks of of teaching before summer break. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And how long is summer break? Six weeks. Cool. Oh, that's it? Yeah, but they oh, got wow. lots of other um, vacation. I mean, they got um, a total of 12 or 13 weeks of uh, vacation time. Or of time off teaching, as they call it. Because right. the teachers that take their job seriously, they do lots of work in that time as well. Indeed. All right, I will let you get to bed. <laughs> and you need to new, new, get new, to play. New Nick, New Year. New show notes, 48 hours. <laughs> 48 hours after I have processed it. Well, yeah, you have to give me, you have to give me the link for it, of course. Yes. Right. All right. Have a good flight. Awesome talking with you. See ya. See ya. Bye.